This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, May 26, 2016. I'm Caleb Brown. At the Milton Friedman Prize for Advancing Liberty dinner held last night, former head of the ACLU Nadine Strassen presented the award to Danish newspaper editor Fleming Rose. This is a portion of her remarks on freedom of speech in the face of threats. I am honored to present the Friedman Prize for Advancing Liberty to someone who has been my hero ever since he burst upon the worldwide scene in 2005 with a bold challenge to the growing self-censorship in Denmark and Europe and who has also continued to challenge the increasing self-censorship everywhere, including right here in the U.S. Too many politicians, journalists, and others refrain from candidly criticizing even the most discriminatory, repressive, and violent actions that too many Muslims carry out in the name of Islam, fearing charges of Islamophobia. In contrast, Fleming Rose continues to speak out, not only despite such false charges, but even more bravely, despite being subject to credible death threats. The same threats that have already been carried out through brutal murders of others who also have refused to stop analyzing, questioning, criticizing, and satirizing. Fleming Rose embodies the courage that is the cornerstone of our liberties, as eloquently described by another of my First Amendment heroes, Supreme Court Justice Louis Brandeis. As Brandeis declared, those who won our independence by revolution were not cowards. They believed liberty to be the secret of happiness and courage to be the secret of liberty. To quote the concluding phrase of our national anthem, we cannot remain the land of the free unless we remain the home of the brave. To be sure, it's certainly legitimate to shield oneself as well as one's employees and others from credible threats of violence. However, in too many cases, the reason for not saying something about the critically important topic of Islam is not fear of physical harm, but rather fear of offending some people's feelings. And yes, we should avoid hurting feelings, but not at the cost of stifling discussion on matters of public concern. Let me quote a recent Supreme Court case. You'll be happy to learn that eight, a full eight of the nine Supreme Court justices agreed with you. They upheld the right to engage in deeply offensive speech, which insulted many groups and individuals, including Catholics and the Pope. As the court declared, speech is powerful. It can stir people to action, move them to tears of both joy and sorrow, and, as it did in this case, inflict great pain. But our nation has chosen to protect even hurtful speech on public issues to ensure we do not stifle public debate. 
In stark contrast with Fleming Rose's continuing speech, despite reasonable fear for his very life, we have seen countless counterexamples. Self-censorship of even the most germane and important expression about Islam and current controversies, even by institutions that should be leaders in standing up for free speech, such as Yale University Press and the New York Times. Yale Press cut from a book about the Danish cartoon controversy not only those cartoons themselves, but also all other images of Muhammad, including the Gustave Doré image in Dante's Inferno. And the New York Times did not publish Charlie Hebdo's first post-massacre cover, featuring an image of Muhammad holding a Je suis Charlie sign and shedding a tear. These kinds of incidents perpetuate the tyranny of silence. And that's the title of Fleming Rose's inspiring book published by the Cato Institute. In contrast, Fleming Rose's outspoken advocacy is promoting not only individual liberty, but also equality and safety. The very concerns that are cited by those who practice and defend self-censorship. But self-censorship actually undermines those goals. Equality is undermined by paternalistically presuming that all or most Muslims share certain attitudes and must be shielded from candid or controversial speech about Islam. And let us not forget who are the foremost victims of the violence and oppression that some Muslims carry out in the name of Islam, namely other Muslims. Moreover, self-censorship by non-Muslims hardly helps the many Muslims who welcome discussion and reform of their faith. Likewise, when it comes to safety, for that goal as well, succumbing to sensorial pressure does more harm than good. Let me quote Salman Rushdie, another courageous free speech champion. How to defeat terrorism, he asks, don't be terrorized. Don't let fear rule your life. Nadine Strawson is the former head of the ACLU and a professor of law at New York Law School. She presented last night's Milton Friedman Prize for Advancing Liberty to Danish newspaper editor Fleming Rose. You can learn more about the prize and previous recipients at our website, cato.org.